Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. This is the podcast where I read the dictionary and all this stuff in it. And sometimes, like today, I have guests. Uh, and it's very fun because uh, it's just it, it adds a whole new dimension to the whole thing. So I am still here at Fumpfest. You guys heard from T yesterday. And now we've got Beth and Josh. Beth performed, well, both of them performed on Friday night and did an amazing job. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about what you do? Well, it appears that uh, for this, I don't remember much, but my evil twin, who calls herself Bad Beth and Beyond, uh, took my instrument and uh, stole my husband away. It was and terrible. It, it was horrible. You know, she put, a, she put a leash and a collar on him and she dragged him up stage. So she was playing my instrument, which is an, a bazooki. It's an... Irish adaptation of a Greek instrument, and she did all these not very family-friendly parodies and not very family-friendly originals. And the next morning, uh, my, my husband returned to me traumatized. And you know, I was heavily sedated. I honestly don't remember much. Yeah, it's probably better that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that name that she came up with, Bad Beth and Beyond, is just moi, chef's kiss. Perfect. I love it. Yeah, she just had to switch uh, two vowels. I <laughs> right, guess that exactly. would be a vowel movement. Yeah. Uh, and if if you wanted people to know this, where would they find Bad Beth and Beyond's work? Uh, she's got a Facebook page that needs a serious makeover. But in the meantime, um, uh, mine is uh, a Facebook page that uh, handle is Bethodist or uh, BethPattersonMusic.com. And... You can just find my stuff with hers. It's fine. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Easy. All together. Uh, cool. So should we just talk about these random set of words that we don't know what's coming? I think that's a fine idea. Awesome. Uh, okay, cool. So I, I, tend, I read the list of words right beforehand, but I don't read the definitions. It's all just off the cuff. So you, we're in the same boat here. None of us know what's, what's coming. All right. All right. So, by the way, this is airing on September nineteenth this month, uh, next month. Is that is that connection? Is there a connection to that date with either of you? September nineteenth. Not really. It would have been a long shot if it. Uh, se- September nineteenth. I think uh, you you asked me out on a date somewhere around then, uh, years ago, and I said okay. But okay. I was on uh, I was on tour, and uh, so I had to get back to you. <laughs> We'll talk later, after the tour. Uh, all right, so our first word is coherent, C-O-H-E-R-E-N-T. This is an adjective from circa, ni- uh, no, 1555. I don't know why I said 19 there. Um, we have a few definitions. 1A, logically or aesthetically ordered or integrated, and the synonym is consistent. Coherent, consistent, as in, we have a couple examples. Coherent style also is in a coherent argument. Uh, you know, you guys, did I hear you're married? Yes. Are there arguments that happen sometimes in a, in a relationship? And are they sometimes coherent? <laughs> <laughs> arguments? What are you talking about? We Never. don't fight. No. Yeah, yeah, we do. Do we? Yeah, totally. Uh, wait. You, as, as, <laughs> <laughs> you see, this is, this is an in, the most incoherent fight we've had, you know, in the past like 10 minutes. Yeah. In the past 10 minutes, right. All the other ones are very coherent. That one was incoherent, but I liked it. Uh, 1B. I'm losing my place. Uh, Having clarity or intelligibility. 
Do I have any intelligibility? I, I don't know if I said that word correctly. Uh, and the synonym is understandable, as in a coherent person, also as in a coherent passage. What? No, yeah. <laughs> what? What? Did I, were you, was I understandable? What? I try <laughs> to be coherent, but maybe I'm not. Oh, maybe I have to rethink this whole thing. Uh, number two, having the quality of cohering, especially the synonyms cohesive and coordinated, as in a coherent plan for action. You see, this this would be the perfect opportunity to make a blonde joke and say, yeah, like, it's it's not really good for a relationship to be coherent. Like, he listens to the same records that I do, and I hear that's not good in, in a relationship. If you, like, always have to listen to the same things, you're coherent. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> That was a good one. That was, I was, I didn't get it right away, but I got there. That was, that was nice. Well played. Well played. Uh, okay. 3A for coherent. Uh, relating to or composed of waves having a constant difference in phase, as in coherent light. Also, uh, we're here. It's all music. It's sound. Sound is also all waves. So, you know, I think, I think this weekend is a coherence of waves, sound waves coming together. A coherence of coherence, if you will. Oh, it, no, I see what you did there. Yeah. It, it all comes back together. Yeah, it's pretty, this is getting pretty meta. <laughs> it's meta-coherent. <laughs> we talked about that in the last one. I never met a coherent I didn't like. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and then our last one for coherent is 3B, producing coherent light, as in a coherent source. Coherently is an adverb... And is there anything... No, we're going to skip the etymology. So that was coherent. Uh, now, probably relatedly, we have coherer. C-O-H-E-R-E-R. It's kind of a weird word. Noun from 1894. It's one definition. A radio detector in which an imperfectly conducting contact between pieces of conductive material loosely resting against each other is materially improved in conductance by the passage of high-frequency current. Oh, that old definition again. <sighs> it's one of those words that you can't say after, like, two shots of tequila. Coherer. Co -co right. You like don't know how to stop. Coherer. Right. It's like the rural juror from, uh, <laughs> what was that show? 30, 30 Rock. 30 Rock. Yeah. Um, did you ever see the movie The Man with Two Brains? Steve Martin. Ooh, that, that's a that's a way back machine. A way, there. Yeah. yeah. Well, with your your coherer reminded me of one of the names. He said, "I'm Doctor Havarararar." I think he was just coming up with names off the top of my head, off the top of his head. Anyway, that was coherer. I did not understand any of it, but it it is a radio detector that exists. It it sounds like a Michael Jackson. I'm talking with the man in coherer. I'm asking him to. <laughs> I think that should be uh, next year's dumb parody idea. Yeah. No, I was I was proud of mine today. Oh, yeah. you know, that I, was the minimalistic approach. I uh, I'm so for those who don't know, because you weren't here, none of you know uh, the dumb parody idea. People get up for 60, 90 seconds, do a dumb parody, and uh, bad. Would it be bad Beth and Beyond? Bad well, Beth? this time I decided I would be even worse. Oh, that's right. That's Beth right. and Beyond, because then there's a little hat tip to uh, Weird Al. Exactly, exactly. So even worse Beth and Beyond. Because I was going for dumb. They were not talking about like my most brilliant parodies. Oh, right. I've, I've written some that, some parodies that I'm, I'm rather proud of, but it's like, okay. You can't play those. I, you know, it's like, how much dumber can it possibly be than to get up and 
I held my phone up pretending like I was straining to look at the lyrics, you know, adjusting it, you know, bring my phone close to my face and far away, you know, because at my age, that's what I have to do anyway. And uh, singing the instrumental version of Tequila. And at the crucial moment, beer. And I was waiting. I was like, okay, where is this going to go? What are the, there's so many options of, you know, there's was, one word in the whole song. I was going for, I was going for dumb. <laughs> you, you nailed it. You nailed it. I, and in fact, the, the premise is a little, a little unclear for the dumb parody contest. Is it for the dumbest parody or right. the best dumb parody? Right. I was wondering that when they were uh, announcing the winners. Is it, wait, is it the dumbest? Is it the, yeah, I don't know. But uh, I, I thought, I thought it was pretty dumb. It was dumb. Uh, I think if it were anything clever, I, I think it, it, you may have won, which is maybe not the goal. Maybe you don't want to win that award because you want to uh, be dumb. Yeah, well, it's, you know, I, I definitely was going for the least amount of effort. <laughs> I, oh, I always appreciate that. <laughs> as little effort as possible. That's why I'm literally reading a book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, back to the book. We have the word cohesion noun from 1660 one the actor state of sticking together tightly especially the synonym unity as in the lack of cohesion in the party and that is from the times literary supplement and people may hear some singing in the background because we're down the hall from where the show is happening that we're missing so we'll get through this quickly so we can go watch the show Uh, number two union between similar plant parts or organs and number three, molecular attraction by which the particles of a body are united throughout the mass. Cohesionless is an adjective. That is when there's no cohesion. These are more oddly specific definitions than I was anticipating. What, you've never read the dictionary before? <laughs> you, you know, I, now I can honestly say, Spencer, you know, that's like, I could listen to that man read the dictionary. You know how people, you know, always say that, you know, now I can, I can honestly say that about you. Well, you can go back to episode one and you can literally read, listen to me read the dictionary. Yeah. I In think fact- you're, it's normally phone book. I don't know if I would be so good at the phone book. But this one, I got it. Well, I'm, I'm familiar with the dictionary because I used to get into so much trouble at school. I would spend a lot of times after school having to copy the dictionary. Oh, was that one of the things they made you do? Oh, yeah, they made, you know, but it was for things. We had an electronic bell sound. Now, I'm not in full voice because I've got a little bit of crud, so I'm singing everything uh, down below. But I used to just memorize the pitch, and I would imitate the sound of the electronic sure. bell and half the class would just get up and leave <laughs> 10 minutes early and uh you know i those stupid people would get punished and you know but i'd have to spend like days after school copying the dictionary oh my god that's okay we'll have to talk about that later because that sounds fascinating um and I'll, I'll well done on imitating the bell sound to, to actually convince people that the bell was ringing is good I, I was i was proud of myself i would be too i would be too Uh, Okay, so that was cohesion. Now we have cohesive. This is how the book goes. You get a lot of the same stuff in a row. There's a lot of overlap. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So this one is an adjective from circa 1731, exhibiting or producing cohesion or coherence, as in a cohesive social unit. Also as in cohesive soils. And I think that would be related to the the last one we had. Uh, Cohesively is an adverb and cohesiveness is a noun. Would you Actually, call yourself? I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure that one goes back to at least 1726. I'm going to have to uh, contradict them there. Yeah, I think you're probably right. You know, circa 1731, they left it open for, for some gray area. But but yeah, I'm, you probably have proof, right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. You have to ask the madman who 
wrote from the insane asylum. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, okay, next we have, we're done with cohesion of different kinds. Now we are on coho, C-O-H-O, <laughs> noun from 1869. Oh, why does this have to be family friendly? Because uh, <laughs> this, this, this is like a setup for like the best joke ever. So what we can do is you can still give your joke, and I will probably cut it out and put it uh, as a Patreon exclusive if anybody wants to go well, listen I, to that. I, I think I've just said enough. There we go. I'm just going to leave the human brain to fill in the gaps right there. Fair enough. Um, a couple of pages ago, I got to the word cock and all the cock-related words, and so I had to keep my mouth shut <laughs> on all that, those fun jokes. You see, I was thinking Coho was yet another recently invented neighborhood in New York. <laughs> and London, too. I think everybody's got a little a mm-hmm. Coho. Yeah. All right. What, what is a Coho? Uh, it is a rather small Pacific salmon that has light-colored flesh and is native to both coasts of the North Pacific and is stocked in the Great Lakes. They stock it in the Great Lakes. Uh, called also Coho salmon and Silver salmon. Um, and the etymology says, what does it say? It is from uh, Halkamelen. Halkamelen, is that a, a, a language? Uh, that is Salesian language of the Southwest British Columbia. So that's the language, and it comes from their word, which I will have to spell. Uh, seriously, I have never seen something like this. It is K with a thing over it, with a W that's superscript, with an upside down E with an accent on it and an X, and then another superscript W, and then another upside down E, and then an O with a slash through it. Are you talking about a schwa, or is this a completely the upside down E? That may be, maybe it's a schwa. That's the. Uh. It's the thing that that yeah, it's the thing that they use in the pronunciation guide. But all the yeah. other ones, I mean, obviously, I don't speak Halkamalem, but I'm assuming it's pronounced Coho. It's, well, the the upside down, the schwa is an uh. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we were taught in, in school, you know, think of the, the E's just had a very bad day. He's upside down. He's going uh. That's not English. It's uh, schwahili. Ooh. Schwahili. Um, coho. Have you ever caught a coho? I, I, I think it's it's something that Santa Claus, you know, when he's, uh, he's uh, going for the minimalist, thing you know he's santa's a little helper santa says ho 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 and his his cohort just says co ho ho co ho ho you said the salmon come from both coasts of wherever they're from so if they're bi-coastal would that then make it a bico coho and and if it was you know just um right uh around the not the imperial uh not the style what am i looking for you know you could have a bi-coastal you know, go out to Vienna and look at the architecture, you know, and you could have a Rococo roco, by Coho. Uh, yes, what she said. <laughs> Ro- yeah, Rococo by Coho. Yeah, Something. and have some hot chocolate so you could have a Coco Rococo by Coho. Coherer. Yes. Uh, we could go on for a long time on that one, and I really enjoyed that. I was not prepared for that whatsoever. That was all them. Um, okay, what you got for this one? Cohomology. Cohomology. I think our discussion was just the study of 
I think that's, I think that's, can I hazard a guess and say that's the study of words like coho? Yes, I think that is correct. We don't even need to read the definition. Yeah, the definition is the previous two minutes of this podcast. <laughs> exactly. Cohomology. But there's so many O's, I want to say cohomology. Uh, so this one is a noun from circa 1959, a part of the theory of topology in which groups are used to study the properties of topological spaces and which is related in a complementary way to homology theory. You see, my dad is, a, is actually a, a topologist. Okay. He's, you know, math, you know, he's a math professor, but topology is, is his thing. And uh, I hope he doesn't tune into this podcast because he would totally disown me for not knowing this in advance. <laughs> well, um, he emailed me earlier and said, I'm definitely going to be listening to September 19th. No, he won't know unless you tell him. Um, but yeah, so sorry, he didn't teach you about cohomology? You know, about the things that my dad had to sit down and explain to me. I caused so much trouble that he didn't have, you know, like imitating the sound of the bell right. that he didn't uh, have, have a chance to. Cohomology was always at the top of the list, but then you went and did something that he had to talk to you about, and it just kept on getting yeah. pushed. Um, cohomology is also just called cohomology theory, and cohomological is an adjective. And that's all I got for that one. Personally, I don't believe in cohomology. After all, it's only a theory. <laughs> Yeah, we sh definitely should not believe that. It, uh, maybe I should have had a topologist on this. Topologist? Topo yeah, I guess that would have been the word. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> Topologists, they twist the facts. Mm. <laughs> uh, when I get to the T's, maybe I'll have your, your dad on. Yeah. If he's still around? Uh, I mean, he is. He, he might just tell dirty jo It might not be uh, very family friendly, you know. Well, we'll, we'll do that as an exclusive. Yeah. Uh, okay, next is cohort. This is a fun word. Noun from the 15th century, 1A, one of 10 divisions of an ancient Roman legion. 1B, a group of warriors or soldiers. 1C, the synonyms are band and group. 1D, so many ones. 1D, a group of individuals having a statistical factor as age or class membership in common in a demographic study, as in a cohort of pre-medical students. And number two, the synonyms are companion and colleague, as in, it is a quote, a few of their cohorts decided to form a company. And that is a quote from Bert Hawksberg. Hock uh, and it's from basically the word court. So maybe they held court together? I don't know. You guys look like cohorts. My question is, who decided which one of those two definitions went first? Because the second one is the only one I'd ever heard before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I have had that question, too. I, I don't know. I think it goes back and forth. Sometimes if there's obsolete ones, they'll put those at the beginning. But sometimes if it's the... It's, to me, it seems like it's the more common usage one, they would put that first. But I agree. I would have put number two first in that case. Um, so I, Like, is somebody at the publisher going, I know, let's mess with people. Yeah, yeah. They don't have time to get all the way to the bottom. So if they're looking up for the definition of cohort, they get, you know, band, group, Romans, etc. And that's not going to help them in the long run. They need to know that companions and colleagues are also co cohorts. All right. Next is cohosh. C-O-H-O-S-H. Noun from 1789. Any of several North American medicinal or poisonous plants as A, the black cohosh, 
I guess it's Kohash. I want to say Kohosh, but it's Kohash. B, the blue Kohash. And C, Baneberry. Those are all types of Kohash, I guess. I've never heard of this. And it's so these are these are you say they're they're toxic, um, medicinal or poisonous plants. You see that that's uh, that leaves you wide open. It's is it medicinal or is it poisonous? Well, there's only one way to find out. Yeah, I think it, it makes you think of Terry Pratchett, who said something to the. I'm going to butcher this. He said something to the effect of, "All mushrooms are edible. Some mushrooms are edible more than once." Yeah, I have. I think I've heard that one as well. Um, you know, some there are certain things that are poisonous that I think we still use as medicine. So oddly, I think it can be both, this but is, you, yeah. you got to be careful about how much you ingest. This is true. Medicinal to a point. Yes. <laughs> and then it is deadly. I was just thinking it sounded like the name of a character in a Joss Whedon TV show. Kohash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the etymology says it is from Eastern Abenaki, and then it... Uh, spells out their word for it, which again is not uh, not American in any way, so I don't know how to read it. Um, next is co-housing, noun from 1988, semi-communal housing consisting of a cluster of private homes and a shared community space, as for cooking or laundry facilities. Really? Nobody thought of that word before 1988? Right? Yeah. Before that, they were just saying coho. <laughs> That's as far as they could get. That, that's because because uh, if you lived together, you know, before you know, before saying I do, it was looked down upon. You know, you're mm-hmm. disreputable. So, you know, before that, you know, before we got married, we were co-hos. Yeah. Very very co very co. Yes. Uh yeah co-housing. It's a you know I think there are different different ways that that could be. You know I live in an apartment building. It's a condo building, but I, I guess technically we we would be co-housing in a place, but we're not like, you know, we have the same laundry, but that's about it. I don't know any of my neighbors. Uh, All right, are you ready for the last word? Bring it. There's two forms. The first form, well, it's the word, uh, I I guess it would just be coif, Um, although it does look, so the first form, it says coif. It does say the pronunciation is coif, but also coif for part of it. We'll, we'll We'll just read it. Uh, this is a noun from the 14th century, so if you want to say coif, that's fine. One, a close-fitting cap, as 1A, a hood-like cap worn under a veil by nuns. Uh, 1B, a protective, usually metal skull cap, formerly worn under a hood of male. Uh, 1C, a light cap, formerly, a lot of formally, I hate that word, a white cap formerly worn by English lawyers and especially by Sergeants at law, also the order or rank of a sergeant at law. And then number two is, I guess it's coiffure. Is that how you say that word? Coiffure? Mm-hmm. That is, so that technically, I guess, would be coif, but now we have the second form, which is coif or coif. Uh, this is a verb, transitive verb from the 15th century. One, to cover or dress with or as if with a coif or coif. It's so that people can, you know, if, if somebody says, what's a coiffer? You can say, oh, to protect your skull. I probably won't remember that, but yes, I will try. <laughs> it's like, what's the butt, what's the, what's the butt for? Yeah. <laughs> South Park joke. I'm sure they, that joke has been in what's other places Henway? too. Yeah. Uh, and then number two, to arrange hair by brushing, combing, or curling. 
trying to That's, visualize a quaff. Well, I, it's, I it's, yeah, it's, it's very, uh, seems a little bit archaic. I'm just kind of relieved that coif is an acceptable pronunciation because that was one of those words that I saw in print before I ever heard it pronounced. And so I mentally pronounced it as coif mm-hmm. for an embarrassingly large percentage of my life before I realized, oh, no, wait, that's, oh, okay. Yeah, I think I would have done the same if I had been in your position. Yeah, that's not a word that you would uh, think of. Oh, yeah, you have to say that quaff. It's it's different when you grow up in Cajun, Louisiana, where you learn, you know, everybody learns at least a little bit of French, mm. you know, from nursery school on. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so that's sort of my default setting. You know, I did know about the metal cap because when you play in bars as rough as I do, where, you know, when the beer bottles start flying, you need something to protect your skull. You need a, a cage. Yeah. A fence. Oh, yeah. So do you wear a, a metal coif on your head when you perform? I, I can't tell you that because, you know, I don't want to give away my secrets. That's true. That's true. Um, so those were all the words. I will quickly reread the words and then you get to pick, you both get to pick a word of the episode. The whatever stands out to you in whatever way that is. Uh, and then I may ask you to do something else. So the words were coherent, coherer, cohesion, cohesive, coho, cohomology, cohort, cohosh, cohousing, and quaff. Two forms of quaff. I like coho. Coho is good. What do you like? I'm going to go with coherer. Coherer. Uh, so yeah, coherer and coho are the words of the episode. So what I normally do, because... I'm ridiculous is I sometimes I will make up a song on the spot of whatever the word of the episode is I also sometimes sing throughout the episode just like oh those words sort of sound like a song so I will sing it these are the worst possible songs ever it's usually just saying the word in a sort of rhythmic fashion but if you would like to sing a song about either one of those words go ahead and if you don't that's fine too it's hard to do it when there's I'm hearing yeah, 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 yeah. music behind behind me because that that's that will like derail me so sure, fast. Sure, sure. But no, no worries if you if it's too hard. Yeah, it's, <sighs> I know it's on the it's, tip. It's, 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 I'm there's hearing, something that's so close. Yeah. Coho ho and a bottle of rum. Oh. <laughs> That's better than most of the things hey, that I do, so. Hey, how about Aruba, Jamaica, ooh, I want to take you. Down to, go down to Coco, ho, Coho, yeah. ho. Damn it. Yeah, it worked. It uh, worked. I, can't, I couldn't coherer you very well. <laughs> With all the singing in the background. Yeah. Um, cool. So, uh, re-say where people can find you, because they should. Uh, they can find me at joshpaxtonpiano.com or look me up as Josh Paxton on Facebook. P-A-X-T-O-N. I hope so. That's how I've been spelling it all these years. <laughs> and BethPattersonMusic.com um, or um, uh, on Twitter is Bethodist Manifesto. I'm trying to invent my own religion just so that I can be tax Ooh. exempt. Uh, I don't really want to be worshipped because it ended up pretty badly for the last guy who was. So it's Bethodist Manifesto or, you know, Facebook. The handle is Bethodist because my name is pretty common. Excellent. So you all should go to those places and find their music because they are super, super talented. Um, and if you are interested in funny music, you should come to Fump Fest 2022 next year in the Chicago area. I hope it happens. I don't know why it wouldn't. Um, it's not like there'd be a pandemic or anything. Right. <laughs> That's impossible. No! That's impossible! That would be really funny if the word COVID was in here, but this oh, book is too old. 
Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, thanks again to Beth and Josh. Uh, that was a whole lot of fun. They made a whole bunch of jokes that uh, my brain was just not prepared for. And I was just really impressed with how quickly they were able to come up with funny things to say. Uh, I can't do that. Uh, so yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, of course, if you want to uh, listen to their music and uh, all, all of their links will be in the show notes. Uh, so let's finish this up with some holidays like we usually do. In Chile, it is Armed Forces Day. It's also second day of Fiestas Patrias. Um, it is day of the first public appearance of the Slovak National Council. Very important thing to celebrate all over the world. It is Independence Day for St. Kitts and Nevis. Uh, that is from the UK in 1983. It is, oh, we'll save that one. We'll save that one for later. Um, in Switzerland, it is Belugs Montag. In Belgium, it is Feast Day of the Walloon region. In Switzerland, it is Federal Fast. And they, they then it says it in their language, and I can't speak that. Um, in also Chile, Military Glory Day. Chile has had like five or six holidays just in the last two days. Uh, all right, some fun holidays. <laughs> okay, uh, National Back to Church Sunday. It is National Butterscotch Pudding Day. Oh, yeah, that sounds pretty great. National Neighborhood Day. I don't know anybody in my neighborhood. Who are the people in your neighborhood? National, this is a good one, Wife Appreciation Day. If you are with somebody who you call your wife, then you better go appreciate them. I appreciate mine all the time. Uh, it is National Woman Road Warrior Day. Uh, and it shows a picture of somebody walking down the street, I guess. National Women's Friendship Day. So we had three, three women-related holidays. Uh, I wonder if, is there something... Is, is this like a women-related week that we have to know about? Uh, let's check this page because there are some weeks starting today. Balance Awareness Week. Uh, when the when the Wii, the Nintendo Wii first came out, they had that Wii Fit thing. And that was a uh, whole big part of that was to work on your balance. Uh, my grandparents... <laughs> got that and they uh they they were working on it i remember they they were skiing on that thing and i i think they really liked it um so yeah you gotta you gotta work on your balance and exercise and all that good stuff child passenger safety awareness week deaf dog awareness week there are dogs that can't hear you gotta be aware of them because they may not be aware of you although man if you thought a dog smell uh dog's sense of smell was good before it was deaf now, you know, a deaf dog must have a crazy, crazy sense of smell. National Surgical Technologists Week. Um, any other days? I have saved a couple for the end. Here we go. Okay. Uh, okay, yes, we just have the last two. It is International Talk Like a Pirate Day. Uh, I was just listening to Curiosity Daily a couple of days ago, and I don't remember how it came up, but uh, one of the hosts, Cody who said something like he hates pirate puns and things like that. So I urge you all to uh, to tweet. I think he's at Cody Goff, G-O-U-G-H, uh, just to have fun with him. I think you should all go tweet at him uh, some your your best pirate puns or jokes or whatever. Um, I'm sure he'll love it. But more importantly, it is <laughs> National Meow Like a Pirate Day. So, hey, cats, 
Can you meow like a pirate? I don't even know what that would be. Meow, meow. Something like that. All right. We're going to end that episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Uh, How do I do that like a pirate? Goodbye.